going on, everybody? How's everybody? How's everybody doing out there? Episode 92. 92. That's mean eight shy of 100. Episode 92, A League Show. What's up, everybody? How's everybody doing out there on this? Uh, now it's a holiday season going on right now. What's going on? What's going on, fellas? I'm chilling, man. I thought someone else was going to speak up, but it's all good. Um, shoot, I'm chilling, man. We, we got a very special guest in the building. Today. That we do. That we do. Uh, and uh, to that very special guest, if you could, of course, uh, introduce yourself and uh, do the honors. I am Caleb Johnson. Um, been a friend of Rashad's from being at Georgia State. We were in GSTV together. Um, we've been on numerous trips. Um, <laughs> yeah. Going to uh, what Orlando, New Orleans, like all kinds of different stuff. But uh, uh, write for the Rockdale Citizen. Uh, intern for uh, for 680 the fan. Um, trying to get trying to get the media career started. Mm-hmm. For sure, absolutely. For sure, absolutely. And uh, you know, it's one of those things where absolutely we've been uh, you know we've been doing pretty good. Of course, you know we're getting you know special guests on uh, as of late. Of course, we had uh, you know David Sheely on the last episode. Now we got you on, uh, Caleb Johnson. Um, just to introduce yourself, you know, for those that probably are not necessarily familiar with you and your work, um, what was it that first? I guess you could say like first really influenced you to you know to want to like pursue a career in sports media. So what's funny is uh, I always grew up, love sports, uh, love media. Actually, initially went to Georgia State for uh, film because I thought I was going to go into like producing or directing or something like that. Mm. Um, got there and, you know, like I said, I've always had that passion for sports. Actually got in with GSTV as a camera guy. Mm. And uh, shout out to Jamal Goss because You're right. that man took me and was like, hey, uh, you know, you ever thought about getting in front of the camera before? Mm. And I was like, um, well, sure. You know, I'm I'm typically more of a, a shy guy, so I was kind of like, oh, I'll, mm. I'll try it out. I'll try it out. I got in front of the camera, and um, uh, my girlfriend then, who is who's now my fiance, um, was mm. like, I've never heard you talk about something more. Like you were like I, I had a golf story. I mean, it, it was a golf story at Georgia State, and mm. I. Like did so much research, and I was like, I, I just continued to talk about the story that I was doing. Did the story, loved it, and was like, mm-hmm. oh, I need to do that again. And then it just right. it kept snowballing into, you know, well, that was what two two and a half years ago. That was mm-hmm. like 2015. Yeah, yeah, maybe 2015 fall. Yeah, I think so. Um, maybe 20 because it was after. Um, I don't remember. No, no. 2015 fall was when we went to the bowl game. Yeah, 2015. Was that, fall, that was 2015, I believe, because 2015 yeah, yeah. that was the yeah. year that everybody oh, was that, tagging that was first us. Semester? Like, yeah, it was. It oh, was dang, August. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It that, was that's August when, um, of that year. David and, came in. Yeah, and then December was when we went to the Cure yeah, bowl. yeah. But wow, right. wow, a lot happened that semester. Yes, yes right. Because it felt like we were already in school for like a year when we went to the yeah. Cure bowl. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but um, yeah, that's cool and everything. But uh, we gonna get straight into it. Uh, Caleb's my boy. We already talked about journalism enough on the last episode. We're going to get into it. <laughs> yeah. uh, Caleb is a huge UGA fan, and y'all know about Jeremy already. Oh, man. So, um, you know, for those of y'all who didn't watch or who've been living under a rock the last <laughs> 48 hours, uh, UGA blew another lead. Another Georgia team blew another lead um, in a very important game. Um, how do y'all feel about just – I'm going to let y'all vent. Go ahead, Caleb. <laughs> I'm, uh, mm. I'm numb at this point. I, I really am. You know, I was I was watching this game yesterday, and and, and I'll tell you guys the truth. Um, 
I switched up where I watched the game because the last time I watched the Georgia National Championship, I I deemed that place unlucky. I at at, uh, at my fiance's parents' house, I watched the national championship there. The disappointment, and everything. So I was like, you know what? I gotta switch it up. I'm going to my house. I'm watching it with my dad. You know, we're just gonna just chop it up, eat some wings, enjoy our time. We're gonna we're gonna witness. Georgia finally getting a win, and uh, then the fourth quarter hit, and I was like, I, I looked over at my dad, and I said, so so this is, we're, we're doing this again, and he was like, yeah, it looks like we are, then that fourth down, um, which was um, one of one of the worst mistakes you can ever make, um, in my opinion. The uh, worst play call in college football history, yeah, definitely. One of, one of them, uh, just because it, it's completely unexcusable. Now, I get going for it. I, I understand why you might think like that to go for it. Because um, actually, me and my dad rewind that playback a couple of times. And if Justin Fields, you know, were actually a, a guy who threw the ball, uh, which everyone, you know, they say he is, but he sure doesn't like to. Um, but he had a guy who he probably could have thrown open uh, on his left. I don't remember who the receiver was. DeAndre uh, Swift. Oh, it was Swift. Okay. Uh, but, yeah. But it was – when he caught that ball, he decided he was running. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and and it's like, you know, we weren't going – you know, it wasn't three yards. It wasn't a yard. It wasn't five. It was 11. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and he may have even lost a yard. Uh, I think he only got two. Yeah. It was, was it. It, was, it, it was just um, – And the only reason he gained those two yards is because he was so athletic. Yeah. Well, and, and the other thing, too, is is you know who at the time I was really angry with, and then I look back and I'm like, you know, honestly, someone who we really could blame, and a lot of times college football fans and football fans in general do this, but who I don't even put a whole lot of blame in is, uh, is Rodrigo. Because, like, you have to think, like, Rodrigo did miss a kick, and he missed a chip shot. That is rare. Blank Jim, he never misses those field goals but then looking, looking back on the game i'm like i'm, I'm not even that mad no. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not you know it's kind i of, mean how, how they can still you be would, mad? they still would have lost by four yeah. did, so. did, didn't he make what uh, like 149 in a row before that miss yeah he, it, 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 it was, some was crazy something number. crazy like that so it's like yeah he's like, only missed you know, like four in his career I, yeah. I was i was watching somebody i was watching it with somebody who was mad at him and they're like and i was like dude do you mean like what more can you ask he's made over 100 in a row like you're gonna miss at some point yeah there's no college kicker that's going 300 for 300 in four years <laughs> exactly like, that's just not gonna happen like i remember like i think they were saying on the uga radio broadcast like he had like made 95 out of 98 kicks prior to prior mm-hmm. to missing that like you know he was you it know was, he was ridiculous he was near automatic uh i don't know i don't <laughs> i really don't have i'm like like caleb said i'm numb i don't really care anymore i People were coming after me. I posted on Facebook yesterday, and I was saying, you know, I, that was an awful start to the game for Georgia. And as soon as Georgia took the lead, everybody was coming. And, you still think this is a bad start? You blah blah. Get out of my comments, man! Like you knew what was gonna happen. Come on, now. like we don't. We've seen this how many times? Like how many times do we have to watch this same movie to get the point? Before halftime, too. That was. Like Georgia gets the ball right before halftime, has like a minute left, and uh, I, I, that was another one of those times. I looked over at my dad and I was like, "All right, we gotta we gotta get three points at least." 
got to get three points at least right. to extend this lead. And it was like, well, let's try a little run with Swift. Oh, that really didn't go anywhere. Maybe in Holyfield. Yeah. And then, and then it was like, well, we don't know if we're going to use a timeout, so we waste like 20 seconds. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh, okay, we'll just run the ball in, in the half. Yep. And I and I I was like, that was a mistake. That was a mistake. But when Mister Perfect, the Heisman front runner, Tua Tagovailoa, the next coming of. Hawaiian Michael Jackson, because his dad beats him if he has a bad game. When he throws two interceptions and you don't capitalize that at all, nope. and you yep. get nothing out of that, that's, right. your, that's, that's a problem. That's why you lost. That It's yeah. not even about the fourth down. That's why they lost. Because uh-huh. that play where you were describing where um, – I'm trying to remember what you were saying earlier. Where you were saying – anyway, when <laughs> – at the end of the half, at the end of the half, they didn't capitalize. They didn't even no. try to do anything. If anything, they kind of gave Alabama the momentum at mm-hmm. that point. Yeah, I remember texting somebody. Um, this might be late second quarter, and I remember saying, uh, "You know, if Georgia can get a touchdown right here and make this thirty-five to, I think it would have been thirty-five fourteen at that moment. Yeah. It might have even been in the third quarter." I said, "That's the ball game, mm-hmm. right?" And it seems like every time, uh, even with the Falcons, we always get to that point where. One more score will do it. Well, I think the um mm. the the touchback that turned into a touchdown would have did it. In the first I mean, half, that was in the first half. It was mm. it was early on in the game, but I think like at that point Georgia was rolling. They had a fourteen to seven lead. Yes, and when they fumble, that, that touchback that, yeah. that would have been the ball game. Yeah, yeah, that that, yeah. that would have been it. That, that touchback that or that touchdown that would have been a touchback. I think that would have been a game right there. Yeah. It's so interesting that I feel like in many ways the the momentum of the game in some ways kind of turned on Tua getting injured because Tua got injured, then Jalen Hurts comes back oh, in. Oh, J- Jalen Hurts, that, that's another thing. Yeah. I knew it was yeah. over when Jalen Hurts came. Because oh, yeah. you, you're telling me a guy yep. who lost his job in the same building against the same team has a second chance yes. later in the year. Yes. Can we can, we, can we pause for a minute and let's give Jalen Hurts a yeah. – He does deserve a lot of credit, and he does deserve a lot of credit, for real. That, that's – I don't like Alabama. I hate Alabama. I mean, I, I now hate them. Yeah, I, that happened. Uh, but for him to be able to be a great teammate to two all year, he deserved that moment. Like, that that was nobody else who deserved that more than Jalen Hurts. And he didn't transfer. Kid hasn't complained all year. So, mm-hmm. shout, shout out to him. Great job. But also, one, one thing I, 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 I think Kirk Herbstreit made the mistake of, because I was watching the Clemson game last night, mm-hmm. he made the mistake of, Giving credit to Jalen while also like hurting Kelly Bryant because yeah I'm I'm thinking like you know Jalen decided to stay that's great for him it's gonna work out for his career because actually what they talked about during the broadcast was Jalen thought his court his new quarterback coach would help him better in the pros than going somewhere else and getting uh, not as great ex- you know yeah. coaching from somewhere else point. which is which is cool yeah. now Kelly Bryant decided. No, 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 no. The last time people watched me play football wasn't very good, and so I need to go somewhere and play so people can see me play yeah. and, and and know that I'm going to be fine the next Kelly's, level. Kelly's also a senior. Yeah. That's and, a big difference. And that's yeah. going to work for, for him. Yeah. So, But I, I think like people started jumping on like, oh, yeah, this is – this is what happens when you when you stay when you stick it out. Yeah, no, that's know? that's ridiculous. Like, no, no, no. It just it worked for him, and then that's good. That was his decision to make, and it worked out for him. Mm-hmm. So, like, hey, let's not let's okay. I get what you're saying. Yeah, let's not let's not 
down and shame Kelly Bryant for or, what or any done. other quarterback or Will who Greer to, yeah, or anybody Greer. else who decided to do what's best for them. Yeah, because Easton. I ultimately, ultimately, I think Jalen Hurts will leave Alabama, yeah. and he has the right to because he's good enough to play pretty much anywhere else. I mean, I mean, I don't, I don't know a guy that's gone twenty six and zero and you know thrown for all the yards and rushed for all the yards that he has that a program won't be happy to have. I mean, mm-hmm. and he's not, he's not a scrub, so. And you also, I mean, right, I mean, look at the situation that involving involving Eason. Exactly. Yeah. Like Eason's not a scrub. Eason probably will be the first or second pick in the draft next year. Possibly. So, possibly. He's and, that good. And him and Jake Fromm could probably possibly go one two. That that's how close they are in Potent- talent. Right. So it just works. It just it just depends. Like you know, so you know, great, absolutely for you know for for Hertz and everything that you know in terms of in terms of him. But also, I saw a lot of complaining. A lot of complaining on social media about the refs. I mean, we every we, yeah, we, every, every game, we every time, that. every we time someone was loses, every yeah. time someone loses, is, but but <laughs> no I matter feel the like level, it's like high school because that's what I'm seeing. It's every magnified because it's Bama because everybody yeah. believes the refs are in. Bama's, I'm not. I'm not gonna blame the refs. Yeah, because yeah. we knew that going into the game. If you and you still had on. a 14 point lead, and I don't then, care. And then. It, uh, another thing that we were bringing up in the fourth quarter, they had a couple chances to go for it on fourth down, right? Mm-hmm. If you want to be aggressive and really go for the win instead of playing not right. to lose, they could have they could have scored again, it, or they yeah. could at least ran off some more clock. They I told, went for I it told, the wrong time. I'm trying to remember. I said when, but when he decided that he was gonna fake the punt, right. I knew it was a fake just from like because they never was on the field. They've never done that formation. Well, right. also like you saw the shifting. Yeah. Like uh, pre-snap, they started shifting, and I was like, "Oh, here it comes, here it comes, here it comes," and that was Kirby. Oh. Kirby actually said after the game that the ball was supposed to be snapped quicker, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Well, it didn't, it didn't make a difference." Yeah, because no, because they were playing, difference. they were playing for the fake. Yeah, once you once you put Justin Fields out there after not showing that look, right. if you if you want to, that's a play that you have to. You have to show the look so many times yeah. that yeah. people mm-hmm. don't, people respect it as a, just a regular punt, but. You know, I mean, if if you were gonna go for it in that big moment in that big of a situation, yeah, just send Jake Fromm out there, or, or just send the offense out there, or, and run a yeah, play, yeah, yeah, line up and shotgun with, with run fields, a play. With and right. I would I would take that I would take that over a fake punt with one receiver going out on the yeah, route. That was bad, man. That it was, was bad. Primarily. It was bad, 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 bad. It was bad. definitely bad, bad, it was bad, bunny. Sure. it was bad it was definitely for sure like i just feel like that you know going back to that fourth down i just feel like the and plus the you know plus given the way that it you know that it played out and everything the fact that they went for it and you saw and you could tell just by the formation that it was going to that it was going to that it was going to fail if i'm nick saban on the other sideline i'm like yeah because what i sent what i was sensing was panic. If I'm Nick Saban, that's a that's a panic move on the part of Georgia. Mm-hmm. Like if 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 I'm Saban, if I'm Hurts, I'm thinking I'm thinking like, okay, they pulling off this, they panicking, and I got a I got a twenty watt evil grin on my face like I'm the mother loving Grinch. If does 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 Georgia do that against anybody else other than Alabama with the game side? Uh-uh. No, no, no. You, you you punt. Well, that was no, no, you, you don't punt at that. It well in, yeah. a, in a tie game with five minutes left. No, you punt because you punt, punt because you're one. making a quarterback that's been out there for two series right. go eighty yards. 
I'll, I'll take that over giving him midfield momentum. You can't and all give Bama short fields. You just can't. Also, Jalen doesn't throw the ball as well as Tua. Like he's exactly. not a down he's the field thrower. You deep. He's the I'm gonna get outside the pocket. I'm gonna create some space. I'm gonna think. I'm gonna make you think I'm gonna run, and then I'm gonna throw the ball, which is exactly what he ended up doing later. And, right. and where is that most effective on the field? The red zone, and after you get past the fifty. Yeah. So you literally set them up. Yeah. In Jalen Hurts' yeah. most effective part of the football field. In his sweet field. spot. In mm-hmm. his sweet spot. That was exactly what he did like with that. it. I didn't yeah. think of it like that. Like that. I mean, it, now, if it's if it's Tua out there, right. that's different. Because yeah. Tua can go 80 yards yeah. on a play. Oh, yeah. Like like right. that. Yeah. But Jalen Hurts, I mean, he hadn't played in six weeks. He's injured. Like He's not healthy. And yeah. he's – I mean, I don't see him scrambling around and getting them 80 yards in five minutes. I just right. can't see that happening. But it's not like, like you were saying earlier, it's not like Hurts is a scrub. I mean, like Hurts can go anywhere and he could be a starter and he could, you know, he can lead he a team. He can't go to pos- Georgia. Well, <laughs> no, he can't, he can't play at Georgia. There's maybe, only like three maybe places not at Georgia. He can't play. <laughs> he, he, can play for, he can't play for Alabama or Georgia. But – or Clemson. Or Clemson. Or Clemson. <laughs> Hold on, now we get into Auburn now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, Georgia Tech's looking for a quarterback. <laughs> yeah, Georgia Tech Georgia needs somebody Tech looking bad. for a coach. Who, who uh, Tyquan Marshall, he graduated? Yeah, yeah they, they, this was his last year. Man, Actually, the kid behind him is pretty Georgia good. Georgia Tech looking for a oh, coach. Yeah, I don't even know they had a kid Oliver. Yeah, 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 Oliver. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. But yeah. hold on, hold on. But before we run out of time, I know we got a little shorter show. Uh, something I really wanted to bring up, Kane. Uh, Kareem Hunt. So, you know, if, for you guys who don't know, Kareem Hunt, um, TMZ released a Ray Rice like video earlier this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was hitting a white girl in, in a hotel, um, and then later that day, after they released a video, he was released from the team. The video's from February. All right. With that being said, I have this theory. Um, we are in the internet age where we have more access to information than ever, right? So we know everything, and I think in that, I've, what I've kind of realized kind of recently maybe the last couple weeks is that um i think people are starting to realize maybe they haven't come to this realization but this is something i've come to and it's the most obvious thing one of the obvious things that you learn in life is that nobody's perfect (laughs) true the fact that nobody's perfect and then we have this thing where we cancel people right so people cancel celebrities when they do something that ticks them off or something that doesn't go with their morals or, you know, their life or their standards of living, they cancel them. How do y'all feel about just, like, canceling people or, or celebrities, like, knowing that no one's perfect? Well, we know why people do it. Like, especially on social media, like, you want to cancel somebody so you can bring them back down to where you are so they're not famous anymore. Like, they're, exactly. they're, they're nobody just like you are. I think – the one of the ones that frustrated me the most was um uh, now I'm blanking on his name the uh, Canella he has the Canella with the deer oh yeah yeah the, the, uh, brother uh, nature yeah yeah brother oh, nature yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah they tried to cancel him and I was like oh no I love that man I looked up what he said and I was like wait 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 that that's <laughs> what's gonna get him like no one wants to talk to him anymore like, mm-hmm. what no like he was he was literally in like middle school. And he just was unfortunate enough to grow up where in middle school versus our middle school mm-hmm. where, you know, we didn't have social media or if we did, it was like Facebook, um, which, by the way, go back on your like Facebook memories and see some of the stupid stuff you said <laughs> when you were in middle school. Oh, yeah. I looked back and like 
especially when it came to like politics and that kind of thing. I had no clue what I was talking about. Uh-huh. But but yeah, he was he was in middle school and he like tweeted out some some stupid stuff. Um that I I think, you know, they were like, well, it could be anti-Semitic or whatever, but it's like mm. everybody, not everybody, but a lot of people um, laughed at those, like, really stupid jokes. And then you got older and you were like, wait, 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 why did I find that funny? Like, that was, that was really <laughs> stupid. Yeah. I mean, but I don't know. I, I agree with what both of you said. I think that it is a little bit of that people want to bring them back down to where they are and make them seem human again. You know, I agree with that. But, um. As far as, like, looking back on your life and seeing some of the stupid things you've said, you know, I think this generation will get a pass for that. And I think they are allowed a pass because nobody really taught us how to handle social media growing up. Now, say in 10, 15 years, I think that's going to have to become a part of parenthood is teaching your children that that what you do as a social media entity early in your life will – will last a lifetime it's not it's no longer about okay when you turn 18 the impressions you make on people are going to be what gets you a job no from the time you can press send that's when you start making impressions it's not fair but Mm. that's the reality of where we live that's my first point second point is i don't think anyone should be canceled for what they said there's still people and ultimately people make mistakes like that's true so but as far as kareem hunt yeah i don't i don't I don't care if we see him again or not. Yeah, I think with, with Kareem Hunt, the thing is, I, Kareem Hunt, we just went through this as well with with Reuben Foster as well. Him, you know, and then all of a sudden him getting signed by Washington. Like, I, I, just, I just look at both of those both of those scenarios as, you know, as two teams that uh, – as two really organizations that obviously have very, 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 very different philosophies on how, you know, on how – Cases such as that should be handled. No, it's it's just a perspective thing. Like it's a PR, it's a yeah. PR thing. Because Kareem's hunt, Kareem Hunt's incidents on camera, and Reuben Foster's is one that nobody saw. But if you look at it, I'm pretty sure mm. Reuben Foster's incident looks maybe like this, if not worse. Greg Hardy. Greg, Greg Hardy's another one. It was Greg Hardy's what, the Ray way Ra- his was yeah. explained is worse than anything I've ever heard before. Yeah, Ray Ray so. Rice and Greg Hardy went on at the same time, and I and I find it very interesting that it's happening again. Mm-hmm. Whereas Greg Hardy, like one of the things detailed with him was he had like a, a bed covered in guns and he threw his girlfriend on them mm-hmm. and like like was physically harming her. Whereas mm-hmm. Ray Rice, I mean it wasn't that he didn't do anything wrong or, or Ray Rice was on video too. Yeah, but it was, it was just a little two piece. <laughs> I'm, I'm joking. I'm, joking. Man, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It was that was it was on video um and that that somehow somehow made it worse. And mm-hmm. then that's why it's so crazy cuz I was just like uh, uh me and Rashad and some other guys from college have a, a group chat and we were we were talking and it was like it's crazy. Like, I put in there it's crazy to me that Reuben Foster is getting a job the same week that this is happening with Kareem Hunt. And the All the only, irony. Only difference is we've got video mm-hmm. of Kareem and we don't of Reuben Foster. And that brings me to the point of where where do – when is the point that we start to respect the fact that domestic violence is domestic violence? Yeah. Another thing. Yeah. Shaq West and music. Shaq West has the biggest record in the world right now. You know, we talked about that maybe a couple couple months ago, mm-hmm. and that was still when it was still on the internet. Mm-hmm. Now it's like 
outside the it's internet. It's pop culture now. It, yeah. <laughs> it's exactly. in every college football game. Sheck West, uh, he, you know, has some allegations against him mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. another famous person, Justine Sky. She said when they were together, he abused her. Mm-hmm. Justine Sky has no reason to falsely accuse this man because she's famous too. She's already on. Yeah. She's got her money. So why is she saying that this man abused her too? And she was she didn't want to use his name because you know Mo Bamba's more popular than ever, and mm-hmm. she didn't want to you know she didn't want to put him in that light. Yeah. So it's, now it's like, do, do you stop playing Mo? Ba- are we going to stop playing Mo Bamba in, in every college football game? Probably not. I mean, well, you already saw the answer. Yeah, and on and on top of that, you know, I feel like in terms of what you were saying about canceling celebrities, I don't think that there's there there are very few cases I think where a celebrity like truly gets entirely canceled. Like every celebrity is always going to have his or her his or her select group of fans regardless of what goes on. And I think a perfect example of that is R. Kelly. Oh yeah, Kanye West. Kanye West and too. Kanye West, yeah. Right, exactly. Like, but I th- I think that, but th- but R. Kelly and Con- Kanye West, I think, are two entirely different different uh, cases. Kanye West alienated an entire group of people. R. Kelly, it just turned out, he was a little bit of a creep. So so I mean, like, it's it's in two entirely different cases. But I think you know when you when you look at everything, where when you think about who has possibly the the better shot maybe at redemption particularly among those two especially within the black community it's it's somewhat of a toss-up it's somewhat of a toss-up when you think about it between r kelly and kanye west yeah well i mean there's still people who support bill cosby because they're like him too bill cosby got 10 years but look at all the white men that didn't get in nothing from the (coughs) prison yeah yeah i mean exactly like it's you know it's just you know it's it's one of those issues where it just depends on you know uh, like another another example chris brown chris brown is another example i was talk about him right was the 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 thing that i don't like about the cancel culture that you're talking about right now is it's different than what happened with chris brown um because like chris brown people hated him but we also made him like realize his mistakes mm-hmm. like with the cancel culture it's just like we're done with you and 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 now you're like you're like defending yourself well i'm not really that bad of a person mm-hmm. it, it, rather than being like look 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 we see what you did you've you've got to change now like you've got to like no nobody's changing like nobody's was was that growing the, was that the beginning of the we're canceling people culture though because that like if that happens today I don't see Chris Brown recovering. Oh, Chris, no. Chris Brown doesn't no. come back from that. Uh-uh. I mean, and no, I think I think people were a little more forgiven in 2009. Than I do, I do too, and I, I and, and I think it helps that he's such a big time superstar and his yeah. music's so great. I really think that people are like, well, we can't lose Chris Brown because he's that important to our music culture. No, they, Chris Brown, he just had to be quiet for a few months, do yeah. an Oprah interview, coming back, right, and then dance at the BET Awards and sing a song saying I'm sorry, and people was like, all right, Chris, we got you, bro. Right, exactly. I mean, but and is is this having? I'm sorry to cut you off, no, King, that's okay. but is this almost having like a reverse, a reverse effect? As in, like you know, Chris Brown heard the people say, "Look, you got to change this, man." Yeah, and and we know, also listen to Rihanna when that yeah, happened, and we too. did. Thank we we listen, like, we like, listen to like, both sides of it. We but, don't we don't listen to the women now. It's kind of like yeah, well, it got worse. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of mm-hmm. like well, you know, with with the Reuben Foster thing. Like I'm still a little unsure because. You know, they're claiming that the the first domestic violence was uh, that she lied, mm-hmm. and I'm like, 
well, did she lie? Or did it get to a point where she was like, you know what? If I keep going further with this, it's not going to do it's not going to do any and good. And what what about the woman from Florida State? You know that Jameis Winston. Yeah. What like mm, yeah. she's how many threats have she has she gotten exactly. since she, she she since she brought up her case? Like yeah, it's it's unfair. But that, it's it, unfair. I, I forgot all about Jameis Winston. Well, like, and it's yeah. one of those they never incident. proved that he didn't do it. She just didn't show up, and so they were like, mm-hmm. well, we don't have her account, so we can't charge him with it. And I mean, that goes into the whole conversation of why women don't speak out a bit against domestic violence, particularly on college campuses, and particularly when the alleged perpetrator of it just so happens to be the star quarterback of the football team. Yep. And I think also, you know, also in another sense, I think in terms of forgiving people, even in a sporting sense, like. In the mid-2000s, everybody was all in an uproar in Major League Baseball about steroids, like Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa and Jason Giambi, Roger Clemens, Barry Bonds, and then Barry Bonds eventually broke the broke the home run record. And everybody was like, oh, it's such a disgrace for baseball. It was this Barry Bonds such a cheater. And now it's like, we forget that it even happened. No, 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 no. <laughs> nah. Hank Aaron, Hank Aaron's my home run king. I'm sorry. Yeah, me too. But but who who is the one person out of that group hasn't who has not been forgiven? Mark McGuire. No, Mark McGuire has been forgiven. Yeah, he's he's actually on a major league baseball staff. He's a, well, he's I mean, he's not he's not going into the Hall of Fame. A Rod A Rod gets on on TV and talks every day. Yeah. But who's the one that's been alienated? Who's the one they're still trying to pursue? Sammy in? Sosa. Mm mm. And, Sam, and Sammy Sosa still won't admit he did steroids, but he's forgiven. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, has his own problems. Yeah, he, yeah, he got a lot of problems to take steroids. But who 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 else? It's, it's Barry Bonds. Okay. Mm-hmm. So why is he canceled? But no, B- Barry Bonds is on a roster. If if y'all say McGuire's forgiven, then that means Bonds. Pe- people is literally like nah, Barry Bonds isn't on. He's a he was, special assistant. He w- yeah, he's not he's not officially hired no. anymore. But oh, he yeah he like even when he was like with the with I think it was the Marlins. He's with Miami. Yeah, yeah. that there was people complaining about yeah. that. Well, yeah. it's just like Pete Rose. Like they won't let Pete Rose in because they need to. He he gambled and it was like well, so many other people did it. But yeah, I feel like there's always got to be that one guy that we stick it to. I mean, and I don't get why Pete Rose. What Pete Rose? I mean, I get he gambled, cool. But Pete Rose yeah. is one of the best hitters to ever live. And right. the thing is, in terms so, of a baseball, I feel like that Pete Rose he needs to be in the Hall of Fame because I think that it really is hypocrisy on Major League Baseball's it part. It really is. Like they can go ahead and say oh pete rose gambled like he bet on he bet on games he probably threw sign games. up for fantasy baseball thank you uh, thank you <laughs> exactly they said what, what, what's the uh website called with the uh where they bet on baseball games oh what's it called there's a fanduel yeah the, the commercials that they show 50 times during every baseball game mm-hmm. right so or, I don't want to actually hear it. when a guy's standing out in left field, there's actually oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, a, a <laughs> yeah. logo, well, a logo right behind, like, right the whole behind thing him. with that was basically look, baseball was like, okay, we really hate gambling unless we can make some good money off exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. Little B's another one. Little B was like one of my favorite oh, yeah. and favorite kind of celebrities ever. And yeah, he uh, was a social media phenomenon and, and everything and with they, the curse and everything. Yeah, and they got him with uh when like he, you know, he posted this one group of pictures of, of this girl, and then someone's like, "She's clearly underage. What is wrong with you?" And then under there was like a bunch of girls saying, "He slid in my DMs when I was 16, asking for me to post pictures of saying thank you, base God, and stuff like mm-hmm. that." And then people were canceling Lil B. But once and again, like, that, that's uh, I kind of want to go back to because yeah. when you, me, and you talked about that, and I thought, why didn't this story become bigger? Like no one. No one is making Lil B like 
I mean, essentially learn from his mistakes or be like, hey, that's not okay. It's him going, what? I didn't do that. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, or like the story gets swept under the rug because we're like, well, he's canceled. I'm not talking about him yep. anymore. That's mm. and, that, that uh, was what I was saying earlier when I was saying that it's yeah. having a reverse effect because it's making celebrities want to defend themselves instead of seeing that they have a problem. Mm. Yeah, mm. that's deep. Right. I mean, it's uh, it's same with the with the dude in the White House right now. Is yeah, is uh, ra- oh man, rather than you know, I mean, because less got Bill out of there. Yeah, know, exactly. And, we and, were and even he, you know, even he made changes in his life, yeah. life even afterwards. Yeah. So right, instead we're now, still talking about Monica Lewinsky. Yeah, like it's yes. still it's, it's still, still a thing. popular rap line to it's have a, like a, phrase, a name yeah. to drop. It's you know, phrase. yeah, exactly. But Bill's like. I got the little like music. when he shows up somewhere, people gonna cheer. Yeah, like yeah. I can't. I mean, now, now, like something comes out and you throw something at him. Well, I don't know what you're talking about, mm-hmm. and it just happens again. I'm like, okay, when are we gonna learn from this? Mm, right. Mm-hmm. So I think, and I think, and also in ter- in you know, as far as a sporting sense, like it's one of those issues where I think that, um, you know, going back to the whole steroid thing. What was, you know, what was interesting was that all these people were accused, but there was also one guy that pretty much that we give a lot of credit to for saying, you know what, I did this. I'm sorry for doing it. I believe it was Andy Pettit. Yeah. Because he had the press conference where he said and he was almost he, he was practically forgiven on the spot. Because he because he came clean and said it. Well, you know, A Rod did A Rod did something similar, and nah, I think that's why he that's why he got his TV job. A Rod did that thing on TV. I can't I can't excuse A Rod because A Rod did sixty minutes and lied to people, like lied to whoever he was being interviewed by and said he didn't do it. He got like people got fired. Yeah, lives got ruined because of him, and then he. He's, you know, turns out to be a good baseball analyst, and he's with Jennifer Lopez, and now we don't care. Yeah, I mean, and then, and mm-hmm. then, it's it's not only that he tested positive once; he got tested, he got caught a couple times. Yeah, and no one said anything because he was a rod. Yeah. Yo, who who said I did not do steroids? Period. While pointing his finger, was that, that was Robbie Palmero. Yeah, Palmero. Okay, cool. Okay, but he was obviously on steroids. Yeah, and yeah. He, he he did that on at the White House, right? Yeah, he, and he like, did you, that. You literally can see the juice coming out of his fingers when he did. <laughs> yeah, it, so, no. exactly. He, he was I on. Have he, not done steroids. He literally, he literally, he literally got out of the weight room. After injecting steroids and went to that meeting, that was much just different. to look better on TV. That was much different from Mark McGuire's "I'm not here to talk about the past." And then uh, Roger Clemens did like what he do something B B B ninety eight. Clemens just disappeared. Ninety two B. Yeah, but 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 he he was on uh, he was on Capitol Hill as well. He was like. I've only had supplements of B98 or some, you know, not B98. It's that's not, a radio station. That's a radio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I probably know where city that's a radio station up. is he just, in. He just went to the park and hit another home run. <laughs> yeah. I'm right. not on steroids. What's steroids? Right. Okay, Barry. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. I mean, but I'm I'm at the point with baseball. I know this is not a baseball conversation. I'm just – I'm at the point with baseball where I'm just like, okay, at this point – we have to take into account of that era, and it's just part of the history of well, baseball. Well, we're, we're at the part of Hall of Fame voting where those guys are now eligible. Yeah. I mean, but exactly. then you have to realize, like, as much as you want to just take those guys out of account and not put them in the Hall of Fame, I mean, that's not what the, that's not what the Hall of Fame is about. It's about putting the best players from each era era in the Hall of Fame, mm. and that's a part of baseball history, as ugly as it may be, and. Yeah. 
for Barry Bonds to hit that many home runs, I don't I don't consider him the home run champ, but mm-hmm. the pitchers were on steroids as well. Yeah. That's one thing we so, forget. That's one thing we forget. They were doing it too. And going back as far as what you were saying, shot about the about the celebrities, like Woody Allen is still getting work. Mm. Mel Gibson is still getting jobs. We pretty much like so many people have pretty much canceled. Hulk Hogan, ju- Hulk Hogan just Hulk came Hogan, back. Right. Oh, Hulk, Hulk Hogan he just was came, in me too. Oh man, he just came. What oh, did he yeah, do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no, he said some stuff. Yeah, yeah. He, oh, he, 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 he said had, the N word. He had some stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He had some stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I didn't even know that. And then he just showed right. back up, and everybody was like, "Welcome back." Uh, well, exactly. I mean, see, <laughs> see, I didn't know that, so it was like, yeah, yeah. He had some stuff, man. Like it was like it was just no big deal. It's the same thing that you know. So. I don't know if you guys know this, but I'm like a huge, huge Braves fan, like uh, mm-hmm. just massive Braves fan. Mm-hmm. And uh, they did the same thing with John Rocker. Yes, uh, oh, John, man, John Rocker did. in the early 2000s. You know, did an, did an interview. I forget who it was with, uh, but he said some pretty nasty things. And then, because uh, I, I listen to Bomani all the time, Bomani talks about John Rocker came back to Turner Field as a as a guest of the team, and like people gave him a standing ovation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it was like, wait, 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 this is this is the same guy that, mm-hmm. that said that. Yeah. Well, it's the same. It was the same thing that happened earlier this year with the Brewers. I mean, it was yeah. that dude from the Brewers. Yeah. I forgot his yeah, name. Josh well, Hader. The, the Braves had Josh one Hader? too. Right. I think that was his name, Hader. Josh yeah. Hader. Yeah. Josh Hader. yeah. Sean Sean Newcomb of the Braves unfortunately had the same thing go on. Yeah. And right. that yeah. that is one of those things that you know we were talking about social media and training your kids up. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is where I draw the line because uh, obviously. I'm the only white. I'm the only white guy on here. Yo, yo, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, Shout out to Caleb Johnson, you know, the second white guy ever on A League. Oh. <laughs> I think we had a white uh, writer call in, uh, talk about the the United a couple years ago, maybe like a year ago. Oh, you got the well, United shirt on, obviously. Yep. So then a year later, Caleb is the first one to come in person. You know, we're all about inclusion here at the A right. League. Continue. No, but uh, that is one, and this could take a, a longer conversation but that is one thing that i like draw the line at is like you stay you say a lot of stupid stuff as a kid and especially in middle school um but then we do have to account there is a line where like you know you you may not have been raised right but you knew where the line was and some people just didn't care to cross it uh, everybody, right. everybody at marietta at marietta high school used the n-word yeah I mean, but well, I was now. Now, granted, I like in high school, I I was told that like it was cool if I did, but I was always kind of like, you know, I, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I appreciate. No, it. I'm not saying. <laughs> it. Yeah. But I, I yeah. agree with what you're saying. Uh, I mean, I definitely agree that there. To me, racism is racism, and saying things that have racist back undertones to them, you know that pretty much from the moment you're born because you don't even think to have that mindset until you're taught that. Like, you're mm-hmm. taught that no matter how old you want to be or how old you are, you learn that from your parents. So yeah, either you decide, hey, this is cool. I mean, I understand you may not know what's what, but at some point, you know, as a child, you know, well, that's still my friend Todd. Why would Todd have that association with him? He's never done anything to me. You should know that that's the normal thing to do. So No, I... Now, personally, and, and I don't know how you guys feel just because, like like I said, I am the only white guy. I think that is something that can be forgiven but not forgotten. Like, that's, right, one, of, right. that's one of those, like, like what I hated about Josh Hader was everybody celebrated him. 
everybody was like, oh, he's a trooper for getting through this. Yeah. And it was like, no, 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 no. He needs to he needs to take it on the chin mm-hmm. and have to learn from it. But I don't think, going back to cancel culture, I don't think he should be canceled no. and we should kick him out of the league yeah. because otherwise he's not going to learn from it. And no, no one not. else he, behind he's, him is going to He's just going to use the N-word at home. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> from the yeah. couch. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> like, I'm yeah. good. Yeah, he's so going to be watching the game. He's like, let me watch these real quick. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, I kind of like how Sean Newcomb kind of handled it because Sean Newcomb said, yeah, you know, I was a dumb kid and blah, blah, blah. Isn't that kind of the yeah. gist of what he said? He I mean, said, but that, that's um, what a hater said. I mean, I don't. But hater was like, but no. he was, but he no. was cheered, and he really didn't. He no, didn't. hater, hater had a couple of statements come out, and one was just kind of like deflection. Yes. Of, yeah. of like, you know, this has been a really tough time in my life with everyone coming and attacking me. You know, this was this was a, a younger time. Um, you know, kids say things with Newcomb. It was kind of like, I think he was kind of like, I can't believe that at one point in my life. This is how I felt. That's, this that's is what I wanted to yeah, say. Yeah, I was comfortable mm. talking like that. Uh, and, and that's why I took his apology uh, more to heart. And, I mean, I'm just going to be honest. Like, I'm a, I'm a Braves fan, so I was willing to listen to him more than I mm. than I, I mean, was to Josh I, Hader. I, I, but, but I, wasn't, actually, wait. I actually like Josh Hader anyway because I, he's, a re- he's a great pitcher. Yeah. But mm-hmm. when Newcomb said what he said, I felt – I felt comforted in fact in the fact that you know it seemed like he was willing to understand what his problem was, and even back then he was like, "Yeah, this is a problem, and this is not cool for me to have even thought this way, even though I was young." Mm. Hater, on the other hand, was like, mm. "You know, I, I you know, I was young, so mm. it's excused, and I, and yeah. you should just, you guys shouldn't attack me because no, yeah. you, you, you're, you're fair game if you say something like that." But yeah. I, I thought uh, Newcomb tweeted like a Kanye lyric or something like that, right? It was like a he was quoting a rap line. Yeah, I, I mean, think so. I can't remember. But but hater was like flat out yeah. calling people. The yeah. yeah, like yeah. yeah, it was the, the nature of it was definitely different. But. Oh sure, absolutely, absolutely. I mean that's that's definitely for sure one of those um you know definitely one of those interesting interesting conversations. But like I said earlier, I think it's you know I think that it just depends on who it is and. I just think that there are very few celebrities out there that'll probably like entirely like entirely like get canceled. Like everybody is still going to have their their fair share of fans wherever you do, regardless of what you do. Oh, In Doja fact, Cat! I forgot about Doja Cat. My bad. Yeah, I didn't mean right. to cut you off. But no, that, that that was a woman. <laughs> I, I don't even think we threw in a woman in there. Doja Cat got canceled. Right after like she she was uh you know been grinding for a few years. Yeah. Finally had her breakthrough with I'm a cow. Whatever the name of the song is, and then uh-huh. you know she got canceled because they found her old tweets. Because they found because they found her old tweets. Like, and it's good that you it's good that you mentioned a woman because there have been women out there that have been you know that have been canceled too, yeah. or have been on the verge of or have been on the verge of of getting canceled. Like like a perfect example of that I think is the comedian Kathy Griffin. Yeah, because a lot of people canceled her thing, after yeah. that after that photo. So. You know, so it's it's just a bit, but she still got her fair share of fans too. So still selling out, selling out what's shows. The, what's the cooking woman? Is that is that her? Uh, uh, Martha, uh, Martha, Martha Stewart. Stewart. So I mean, she's been canceled. I ain't heard anything. Yeah, well, that no, no, no. sounds there crazy. Was, there was Martha Stewart, but then uh, you might be talking about the one down in Savannah. Oh, um, Paula Dean. Paula, Paula Dean. Dean. Yes. 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 That's yes. Well, both of them, Martha Stewart and Paula Dean. 
I don't even think Martha Stewart did anything. Well, but, hey, <laughs> nah, what's the her too? Isn't 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 Martha Stewart got? Doesn't she have a show with uh, Snoop Dogg? Snoop, Dog? she, yeah. Snoop she, she, she the one that went to jail. She, she kind of came. Actually, she probably got. Yo, oh, that was, yeah, yeah, yeah. When, when she went to jail, bro, Martha. Dog, I need a hoodie with Martha Stewart <laughs> mugshot. Bro. Yeah, she, she went up. But she glowed up through she that, did. man. She That's because uh, uh, Cat Williams did that joke about her, uh, um, like. Because, you know, she went to jail for insider trading, and it was like she went to jail for a hookup. Like, somebody hooked her up, <laughs> right, and she yeah. went to jail for it. Okay, before we go, y'all, I want yeah. we got maybe a minute or two, but I want to know what y'all thought about Deontay Wilder's uh, blow up on the reporter. I know I get what he was talking about, but, you know, what do you – How do you <laughs> Time and place. Yeah. Time how, and place. And how do you feel about, you know, the reporter just asking a question All right. and him reacting the way he did? What, so, I knew about the fight, right? But after that, I was like, I gotta watch this yeah, fight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I think well, he did his job. So my 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 issue with Deontay was that like this whole thing came about, and he's fighting Tyson Fury, who isn't like Conor McGregor. It's not like it's not like Tyson Fury attacked right. his heritage, his family, any of that. Tyson Fury has been nothing but a gentleman, and, and especially following the fight. Oh yeah. I mean, he was like I was, he yeah. was like kissing his hand. Like it was it was uncomfortable for me because yeah. he was like he was like kissing his hand and God bless you, God bless you, I love you, I love you. You know, and so that that's why Deontay's blow up was kind of odd to me because I get what he's saying and the reporter's question was really like just off base. Like it, I don't know, the whole thing was weird, but mm-hmm. his blow up was weird because it was like it wasn't him sticking up for his his history and his heritage because someone attacked it he just decided like i'm gonna go in i really i really feel like like the point you just made about time and place i really feel like i think raheem radio raheem was just in the wrong spot at the wrong time because that interview happened right after if i'm not mistaken the interview happened a couple minutes after him and Fury kind of got into a heated exchange yeah, on at the, the way stage. in if you if you listen to the audio of what tyson fury says that's what sets off the whole back and forth is because he says my people have been fighting for 200 years and mm-hmm. uh Deontay Wilder says oh my people been fighting for 400 years don't don't come at me with that type of you know so but it's all, also let's be real it's two fighters looking for something to get yeah. angry about so that they can like Rashad thank said, you yeah, I'd had never, I had never I had never heard of this fight until that, and that made me want to see the fight, yeah. which it turned right. out to be a pretty decent fight. It was a good fight, but man, I'm tired of boxing giving draws. Yeah, like, can yeah. Well, we? He definitely lost. Yeah, he lost. Yeah. Wilder definitely. It wasn't lost. even close yeah. to me. Like I, I really yeah. thought if if and I don't know if Tyson Fury is really a knockout fighter, but he dominated the entire fight. It was almost mm-hmm. like watching the Floyd Mayweather fight and them not giving the win to Floyd. Right. Yeah. Like boxing needs whatever it needs right now to pretty much promote itself. And A, if boxing needs to use Vince McMahon style tactics in order to promote upcoming fights, well, you best believe they're gonna do it. Tyson Fury ruined that after the fight. Like if they ever thought that hey, they were gonna be two big rivals mm-hmm. and they were gonna clash forever, that that went away yeah. when he started kissing his hand yeah. and said, I appreciate you giving me a chance. I was like, Yeah, they don't have no venom. Yeah. And they hugged and they embraced for like exactly. five minutes. That's exactly what I'm talking now they, about. Now they, now they hate Aunt Joshua. Whatever, whoever Joshua is, don't fight either one of these cats. Right. They gonna knock you out. But they hate him. They got together and called him a chicken. So yeah, oh yeah, that's fighting words, man. Yeah. That is straight fighting words. But uh, back to his comments, I, I didn't have a problem with what what he was saying. I had a problem with the fact that he got so intense to try to down the reporter. I mean, he. 
honestly, the reporter's question didn't make any sense. It was just like, why are you asking this now at this point in time? This is not about that. If you want to talk to him in his, like, leading up to the fight, cool. But And then it got memed. And so, like, people are watching what Deontay had to say and not taking it for any taking, value yes. of what he was trying to what say. What he said had a, lot, had a lot of value to yeah. it. And mm-hmm. it was an opportunity for us to take it and listen, like, hey, this man's words have a lot of passion and hurt to it. Yeah. And it's very well warranted. But the way he had to, the situation has turned into a joke. So, yeah. yeah. It's turned into a meme and it's turned into, you know, just one of those things that, you know, in some ways has become bigger than the fight itself, but, um, or, or the results. But anyway, episode 92, A League show in the books. A little bit of a abridged episode this week, but hey, sometimes, uh, hey, there are a lot of, uh, more quality sometimes than what you can get on a two-hour podcast. Some of those out there. Not saying which, but you know who you are. All right. <laughs> Let's uh, do our sign-off, shall we? Go five stripes. I'm looking for I'm looking for a win on Saturday, man. Looking for the first championship in the city of Atlanta to come, to come on Saturday. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. All right. Let's ride. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Okay. I'm just playing. They, they should beat Portland. But uh, this is, I don't even really want to say my, my uh, this is Jeremy Johnson. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter on Paranoid George's Sports. <laughs> uh, I hate it for whoever plays Georgia in the Sugar Bowl because y'all, y'all going to get punished. Texas. They're going to have a long day. Go dogs. Uh, RashadMilligan.com. You can follow me on Twitter at 400 years. 400 years. <laughs> to this day. To this day. <laughs> to this day. <laughs> Caleb, I want to see that too, but I learned my lesson with the dream. I got to see it <laughs> I, until I believe, I'll believe it when I see it. I learned my lesson with the dream earlier this year. Akeem Balaam, Twitter, Graham, Beyond the W. Check it out. Happy holidays. Radio Akeem. <laughs> Y'all must thought that I was gonna whisper the whole time. Diamonds they wear like go fishing. Y'all don't want friends, I want Audis. I don't want cars, I want Rarys. I don't want friends, I want Audis. I don't want cars, I want Audis. I don't want friends, I want Audis.